Let me just wait till I, my image moves on that video preview and then... Ah, there it is. It's going and the line went flat. And the reviewers. Okay, hello everybody. Right, let's get started before this all falls down again. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. This is epi episode 62 because for some reason I'm keeping track now. Oh God. That was my dinner. I am so sorry, everybody. And I'm the one who was eating cake. I am I so sorry. It. that And live on camera. Hello, everybody watching live on Twitch. Sorry, I'll edit that out of the podcast version. <laughs> you don't you dare. I won't. I'll leave it in just for you and everybody else. Yeah. So then, gaming news. Uh, we'd like to start tonight by talking about a particular video that got posted on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually wondering now... Can I find this video and play it behind it, me? Is it definitely gone? It well, they took down their own version of it. Uh, I managed to find someone who had uploaded it to their own YouTube channel, uh, but that has now been taken down also uh, due to a copyright strike. So, yeah, they, it seems like they are actively trying to uh, scrub all mention of this. Which always goes well. Yeah, it, 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 oh, right. Well, I've got a video here talking about it, uh, which I will put on in the background here. Uh, but I installed a YouTube downloader just to, so that I can have a copy of it on my hard drive. I totally understand. Uh, uh, so basically, The Verge thought they would do a Let's Build a PC video. Good idea, right? They're a tech yeah. blog. They, you know, people might look to them for advice on how to build a PC. But yeah. what we learned very quickly is that you should not look to them for advice on how to build a PC. Or in fact, how to make an accurate YouTube video. Because they're equally bad at both. <laughs> um, I, I, I watched this video... Uh, the other morning, and I was just howling the whole way through. Not in a good way, not like howling with laughter, but more like howling with fear and frustration and, and insanity. It's so weird. I genuinely, when you, I hadn't heard of it because they did it, you know, like I say, it was gone before. And it, well, it wasn't, they didn't take it down immediately. The first thing they did was uh, they kept it up, but they turned off uh, comments. And uh, you know likes, and uh, pe that 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 pissed people off even more. Yeah, uh, because as has rightly been pointed out, the big criticism was this 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 build guide was potentially dangerous. Well, that's that is ultimately the problem with it. It was dangerous. It wasn't like yeah. it's, this is just PC building fanboys going mental at someone for not doing it the right way. No, this was this was dangerous. And yeah, was, this wasn't just, that's not where you put your SSD, you're supposed to mount it in the brackets, or, you know, that's not proper fan mounting. It's like, no, that's going to cause a fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so throughout this video, the, the, they basically demonstrated how they knew literally nothing about what they were doing. And, and this came through in a few ways. So I've trying to list them all is very yeah, difficult. Um, I mean, straight off the bat, he, he he says that some cable ties are tweezers. Yeah. And he says, what, what? Throws down some cable ties and calls them tweezers. Well, what and then doing? And then he suggests that also what you'll need is a Swiss Army knife, preferably one with a screwdriver on it. He says hopefully one with a hopefully screwdriver. Hopefully one with a screwdriver um, on it. Which left me just like imagining him stood there like, oh, I hope 
I hope this is the one with the screwdriver. Otherwise, I don't know what will happen. Like, the most impressive part of the video really was that was that this the, the Swiss Army knife. It did have a screwdriver, which I expected, but it wasn't just like a screwdriver. It was one. It had an attachment for accepting. It did, you know, screwdriver bits. I was it, like, oh, that's kind of cool. Where can I get cool, one of those? But what you need when you're building a PC is a screwdriver. Yeah, essentially. But um, they, you know, there's been a shortage of screwdrivers globally um, since it turned out that that's what is most effective at mining bitcoins. Is you need a screwdriver to dig them out. A uh, shovel won't do. A screwdriver is what's best. So you just can't get you can't you yeah. can't get a screwdriver these days. So we got you have to get a Swiss Army knife. So we got the tools wrong. Um, His wonderful uh, anti-static wristband, which was just like a, a charity band. Yeah. What? What? Why could they not get a, an anti-static band? If yeah, an anti-static band. One? Yeah, just for people who don't know, because it is sort of a unique to PC building type thing, unique to electronic work. It's a little, you know, wristband, goes along your wrist, has a metal uh, pad on it, and it has a lead coming off with a a sort of crocodile clip. And the idea is that you clip the clip onto something that is grounded, and therefore your body won't build up a static charge. And when you touch, therefore when you touch, you know, electronic components, you won't accidentally uh, spark and damage the components. Yeah. He put on a rubber, like, live strong wristband that was attached to fuck all. That's not how it works. That's not how it works, man. But um, it's difficult to. It's, it's yeah. I, uh, I enjoyed the way he bragged about having a Pentium. Oh, sorry, what was it? His car. An Intel Hexacore. He referred to it it's as a like, Hexacore. That's not impressive, mate. You've just bought one off Amazon. Um, yeah, it's like me boasting about having the new PlayStation Pro. It's like you, you can get them; mate. they're everywhere. They're not. They're made not made out of an obtainium or something <laughs> like that. You know. Yeah. Um, but um, the uh, yeah the RAM. Uh, he installed his RAM wrong. Uh, he put it side by side instead of putting them in the correct slots. Uh, that made me. That made me. That induced a few shivers. Yeah, he put the, so the RAM was in the wrong. The, what? What had me scream the most though? Yeah. Oh, oh, with the RAM, he put it in wrong as well. Not like oh, yeah, the wrong slots, but he, he inserted it wrong. You don't put it in end to end. That's how you break the pins off and destroy two hundred pounds worth of RAM. Yeah. So don't do that. And that's if you're getting it in the right slot. The thermal paste when yes. when he took the 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 heat sink and it has the thermal paste pre-applied and he goes, and this is never enough. It's exactly enough. You, they measured it, in a machine, but they had a machine apply that. So then oh. he just spaffed it all over the place. When you, when you yeah. saw what he'd done in the end, it was less than a pea, something yeah. like that. Smaller than a pea, bigger than a grain of rice is what I've been told. Not all over. Get it on there. That's bad. Yeah, he Don't just smeared that. that motherfucker like like prep do with mayo. It's you know it was everywhere. Uh, so. Which yes, again is it's going to hurt your uh, your cooling efficiency and also potentially short out your board if the thermal paste you're using is uh, electro is uh, conductive of electricity. Which odds are, from the way that you seem to be putting this video together, they probably managed to pick one that was conductive. So. 
Yeah. Uh, he installed the power supply wrong that while also being wrong about what a power uh, supply is and how they work. What a, how dangerous a power supply is. He, he, he mentioned about putting it in, about being careful not to touch the case with the power supply. Yeah. Because that'll cause it to short, which is bullshit. <laughs> but then he also managed to then install it incorrectly in a way that will probably, well, runs a risk of causing a fire. How to destroy your house and your people. Yes. Yeah. So it's dangerous information. Yeah. So, Mike, so, could you, could you do just, um, this is an interruption, I do apologize. Can you just check ahead. that you can hear us on Twitch? Okie dokie, I will load up my Twitch. Twitch.tv, yes, you are live. Yeah, I am. Um, well, you will, of course, need to talk in order for me to Oh, hear yeah, you. that's true. Oh, I mean, any noise you would hear coming through. Is there any sound coming through it? Because I'm beginning to think yeah. that there yeah, is. Yeah, I can hear us. Okay, that's fine. All right. Yeah, I can hear us. No problem. Sorry, where were we? Uh, um, he put in the power supply the wrong way around yeah, uh, he, after and, boasting about how important it is to put your power supply in properly. Yeah, then gets it wrong. And as you say, yeah, he thought it was live. Like, if you touch the power supply, you could yeah. die. And so it has to sit on these rubber pads to stop it touching the case. Which, and then, it's and interesting then he screwed it, it to the case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's so in, what was interesting about the video was it was clear, like, it's as if they brought up a guide on how to put together a PC, and then they read, like, the first half of every bullet point and just sort of inferred the rest from there on. You need, you need, you know, you need uh, thermal paste. And, okay, so the stuff, you know, okay, blah, 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 blah. Uh, your power supply, you know, power supplies have high voltage. Okay, so I shouldn't touch that. Okay, blah, blah, you know. Yeah. It was, they, they had managed to come up with the wrong way to do everything somehow. It was quite impressive in many ways um, yeah. because it was all wrong and then the response to it from them i mean it should have been to pull it down immediately yeah um it should have been to not put it up in the first place and there was a list mm. of what was it 13 names at the end of that video 13 people were involved with the making of that video uh, from writing you know editing graphics uh, you know everyone else and not one of them thought no. hold on a minute <laughs> Summit seems wrong with this. So it kind of... It doesn't look good for The Verge. Yeah. To say and the because, they, because they disabled comments, it meant that all the comments of people saying, this is wrong, this is dangerous, disappeared. Meaning that, you know, they were, you know, they pretended like they were right yeah. for a while. And uh, then they eventually, I don't know how long the video was live for, but they eventually pulled it. And uh, I haven't seen any, like, statements issued. Or, you know, any sort of follow-up from them. It just seems like they're going around trying to pull the video uh, from as many places as they can. I'd be interested to see if there are any, like, reaction videos which have seen attempted pull-downs. Yeah, there, there are lots of, of reaction videos, though. Um, yeah. Gets, oh, right, yeah. And then, basically, as people criticize this guy for doing it, um, we then started with the... Do you know what? I'd always been confused over what virtue signaling was. Me until, too. Until this guy. Um, I don't I don't quite have the, uh, I don't know what, I've heard it a lot on the BBC, oddly. <laughs> but um, ba basically, yeah, not, what it's, is it? it's about 
trying to draw attention to a big issue to, number one, make you look like such a fucking hero for drawing attention to this big issue, and number two, possibly, in this case, certainly, uh, get some attention off your own back, basically. Right. And so as this guy got... Is this say, the guy who was doing the, the video? The guy or? who did the video got a, a whole range of criticism, as you can imagine. It's the internet, and... I did... I did notice as I was looking through, because I refuse to watch any, I, I just have a thing, I don't watch reaction videos in general. Yeah. Um, but I did notice an awful lot of headlines about how not only had it received criticism, but a lot of that criticism had turned into abuse. And I thought, yeah. as I was watching the video, I was like, this man has dark skin. Yes. it didn't. This did not go well for him, did it? No. And I, I in, in no way, obviously, condone any of these were not, you know, criticism yeah. and abuse. There is a dividing line, and a lot of people cross that. And and for that, he has my greatest sympathy because I'm sure that's a fucking horrible thing to go through. Um, you know, I've had to dos on the internet compared to stuff like that. Uh, so I can't imagine <laughs> what it must have been like. However, he well, double down. Well, I mean, as well, that, I mean, for all you know, this guy. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, for all you know, this guy is just reading a script or he's been instructed to do it in this way. So exactly. that was receiving a load of grief is really unjustified. Well, that was the thing that was going through my head as I was watching it. There was a whole series of things, but eventually I came to the realization, I really hope, I really hope that the guy on camera is the guy who wrote this guide because I am much better with him getting a shit ton of flack for this if he wrote it, if this guy's just a poor actor who's just reading someone else's words, that's even worse. Yeah, poor him. But if you're saying he is the guy who, you know, created the guide, at least then he he is, you know, on the technical side of things, people correcting him, at least he's getting flack for the right thing. Yeah. But also because he's black, which well, is unfortunate. No, it's not unfortunate that he's black. It's unfortunate, it's unfortunate for him in this situation that there. there are massively yeah. racist people. Um, yeah. he, he doubled down. He doubled oh. down on it. Yeah, but it was working at the end. Clearly, you could see, like, yeah, but clearly we could see that someone who could build a PC came in and rebuilt that PC correctly, and your <laughs> misleading guide is still up there. And yeah. I, I think had they just put their hands up to him, sorry, you know what, that was a shit video. We're going to do another one. Uh, sorry, we'll take it down right away. And they didn't do that. And I would imagine that you do that because of advertising money. It was sponsored by Capital One. It was. Yeah. And you probably have sold enough, a particular number of ad views to Capital One, and you leave it up there until it does that, uh, which is the seedy, dirty side of, air quote, journalism. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, um, that's the difference between an organization like us and an organization like the verge uh really i would have pulled it down immediately no i wouldn't have yeah. put it up there you have you have not been <laughs> given yeah you have not been given sufficient uh sufficient capital to buy your virtue yet yeah that's that's true um and so what what the presenter did with with his virtual sig virtual Virtual signaling, virtue signaling. That's a, that's a game. Uh, yeah, was he, a game he suddenly came out with the whole, oh, if only the gaming community would pay more attention to, the, the same attention to abuse that they pay to people building computers wrong. Like, fuck off, dude. 
All right. Fuck off. Mm. No. Right. No, no. No, no, no. This is not an issue about abuse online and in the gaming community. This is an issue about you built a PC building guide and put it on a massive website and it was going to cause house fires. That's yeah. what it was about. And this is the yes. thing. is the, the video was framed. It wasn't framed. I watched a, a guide, uh, the, the Modern Rogue. They did a guide to building their own PC. And it was basically two guys who have no fucking clue about PCs. And that's how it was framed. They yeah. made a shit ton of mistakes, but they weren't telling people, this is how you do this. Whereas this video was a guide. That's how they set this up. This was, listen to us. Take us on board if you're going to do this. these This is what you should be doing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. the difference. And so they were just, I found an, an article here uh, on mandatory.com uh, that is showing all the problems with it and showing. I don't read that, but I feel like I should. They, they've got it in steps here and Get it. what an actual anti-static band looks yeah. like and that sort of thing. It's like, that's not an anti-static band, you idiot. Anyway, yeah. so there you go. I find words. myself highly confused by this whole incident. I mean, it's not like we lack for people who know how to build a PC. So, I mean, yeah. even the most basic fact, I'm just, I'm really confused by it. Um, it's almost like they released their April Fool's video oh, six really, months too early. Yeah, that <laughs> really did feel like that when you start watching it. It, it seriously, I had to come in. I was like, is this a joke? It's, Am I, is, is this for real? It is exactly what you'd have done if you were setting out to make a, an incorrect parody of a PC building video. You would put too much thermal paste on. You'd install things the wrong way around. And you'd do things mm -hmm. that made people cringe as they watched you doing it. And that's what it was. And you'd brag about totally pointless, meaningless things. Yeah. Look, it's the Intel 7800K. That's right. We got one. Did you? Really? Wink. Really? <laughs> what? But yeah, no, this is October. This, not this April. is not April. <laughs> So, yeah, but another thing, Verge, they seem to have come out of nowhere, like, in the past couple of, before, like, I can't remember ever reading a Verge article before, like, last year. Oh, they've been around a few years. Have uh, they? But they were, they, they're younger than Simply Syndicated. But I remember them starting. If I didn't uh, hear about it, then it didn't exist. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but uh, hmm. I, I'm the protagonist in this story. <laughs> I really feel like you two truly stared into the abyss the, uh, it was, watching this uh, video. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, Emma, it was. I, uh, I wanted to stop him. Are you, are you reaching out at the screen? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't do that. But no. It's, like, oh. it's because they made, you know, it was they made such a big deal about how they, you know, you can make a, a, a decent gaming machine for, uh, you know, a grand. But we went all out and spent 2000 And it's like, yeah, and now you're fucking destroying it. Yeah. Give them, you know, give them to me. I will give them a good home. <laughs> It, it, they might as well just say, we've bought the most high-end PC things, now we're going to chuck them directly into a blast furnace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Absolutely. that wouldn't have been as bad. 
Because at least it's then like, you wouldn't yeah. have been pretending that you were supposed to throw them into a blast furnace. It's like those channels. I, I don't know if they're still around. There was a thing they exploded for a while uh, a couple of years ago where it was just, we bought the new iPhone and we're going to hit it with a hammer. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, we put it in a blender or yeah. put it under a hydraulic press. W- Willis yeah. Blend <laughs> is an important piece of scientific information for us all, I I'm think. Not, well, um, we know that yeah. we shouldn't breathe that. Yes, don't breathe this. Really, should I not breathe the, the airborne really? glass? Or should I? Okay. Uh, I think they're just telling us that so we don't all gain superpowers. <sighs> Go out and sniff yeah. air glass, children. <laughs> you know, the gla- that is the best way to enjoy glass is uh, in sort of a vapor. Yes, absolutely. It's the connoisseur's way. I'll be putting some in my vapor <laughs> later. Let's uh, move on to another story. Okay. Sorry, I have to do... Don't breathe in glass or... <laughs> I'd like to... Uh, in the know, interest, in the interest it, of it, balance, it, I'd like to come in and say, kids, breathe glass. It's the time you don't say it when someone fucking does it. <laughs> and that's it. Steam introducing oh. community comment moderation. That's not a good idea. Okay. <laughs> well... They, they, good they, luck. Yeah. It's already a thing, you know, like uh, whenever, you know, a developer sets up a page on a community around a game, uh, they have the ability to moderate. But a lot of developers are saying, well, we don't really have the time, but we still want to have the community where, you know, we're not a big corporation and we can't deal with trolls and abuse and all this stuff. So this is actually this isn't a new feature so much as it is steam stepping up and saying okay we'll we'll help fine so apparently they're going to be uh taking more charge of you know it's basically going to be uh reported abuse you know reported comments and stuff they're going to actually be paying attention rather than that falling under you know uh whoever owns the game page Although they say that if a developer wants Valve to butt out, they have the option to just say, no, we'll take care of this. So, but it does seem like, you know, tiny steps. They are, you know, every week or two, there is a new thing rolling out on Steam. They they do seem to be trying to make good on some of the stuff they've been talking about. Yeah. Over the past, you know, couple of months. Yeah. Uh, and with everyone, sort of the uh, journalists have less and less to complain about. That's true. And yeah. we, we have been ripping on Steam a lot over the last year or so. I've been trying to play Devil's Advocate as best I can, but uh, yeah. It's difficult, though. There are some it's things tricky. that you just can't justify anymore. Yeah, it is tricky. It's like I've, I've not tried to justify Nintendo Online. I'm just going to Pratt if I do that. I can't do that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Steam. We'll we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Now, let's talk about an issue here. Many big games now have two release dates and the earlier one will cost you. This is uh <coughs> it's actually this? quite look it's it's actually quite lucky there was an article for this because I was just thinking it and then this article popped up. Uh so mm. Gita Jackson over there at Kotaku is clearly mentally linked to me in some way. Um if you are hearing this, oh, I'm a terrible person. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm this just is, thinking. It's like no, no, never mind. Go on. Never mind. So it's a, this is about the new trend in here's the release date of the game, but if you buy the special gold edition, you can have it three days early. 
Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or if you're, uh, I think it was, was it uh, Ubisoft who started this? Let's see. Well, the first one they mentioned in this yeah. article is Tomb Raider. Uh, they mentioned, oh, I don't know who's doing it first, though. Yeah. Because EA, I think both EA and Ubisoft have their sort of subscription services where you get free games on their, you know, Origin and Uplay. And I think you also get early access by a couple of days to the latest releases. And they've been doing that for at least about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because I'm I'm sure when AC Origins came out last year, there was a thing if you could start kind of a couple of days early and yeah, sort of get ahead of the competition. But there isn't any, you know. What I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's it used to be. This used to be a lot harder because back in back in my day, you had to like go and make friends with a guy at the local GameStop and convince him to break the street date for you. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so, you I'd know, always hear, you had to put in work. <laughs> I'd always hear stories of the dodgy game shop in town where if you go in and you say the right thing the right way, maybe you'll get your copy of Call of Duty earlier. I never did, though. Uh, I really don't like this, but at the same time, it doesn't bother me for any reason other than it, I think, just shows complete contempt for the game-buying audience because it's such a non-thing. Yeah, I, I would never be tempted to buy into this in order to get the game early, and I wouldn't really be all that upset about no. other people doing it, but it just feels shitty. Doesn't it? It has a certain air of exploitation, doesn't it? Um, yeah. But I, I just I feel like... I, I sort of feel like the same, the same way Mike does in that if you if you want to do it, then fine, spend another 20 quid. That's entirely up to you um, for the sake of two days. I mean, it's, it's not like these are multiplayer games where you, you know you can go and someone could theoretically prestige in two days um, if you just did nothing else for 48 hours. But, um, you know, these are single-player games yeah. that have, you know, little to no multiplayer element. So there's no kind of sense of getting ahead of the curve. It's only that you get to be confused by one of the puzzles in Tomb Raider two days earlier than everyone else. Congratulations. Yeah, the, the only thing that annoys me potentially about it is the risk of spoilers. Because if you put out, yeah. you know, a story-driven game, you know, like... Uh, Wolfenstein or something like that, two days, you know, that's yeah. enough time to play through, you know, to power through a campaign and, to, you know, flood the internet with spoilers. Absolutely. That's the only thing that I would be uh, worried about. I'm also worried about this fucking helicopter, so I'm going to go and close my window. Okay. <laughs> I'll be back in a sec. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that it just feels wrong. It, it doesn't... Yeah, I mean, I sort of... Go ahead. I don't know how I feel. I mean, I'm just sort of thinking if it's sort of part of the pre-order package, like you get your statue and you get your, you know, your posh box and you get your, you know, your lanyard and your challenge coin and your travel pass holder. And you can also play two days early. Then I sort of think, well, you're getting everything else with it. And I sort of regard the two days early thing as like, oh, that's a nice treat. Um, But I do sort of wonder about this, you know, MB, you know, with with Tomb Raider, the latest one, it's kind of 20 quid extra and you get a bunch of other stuff. So I'm like, okay, fine. But with NBA 2K19, it is 
a, a, a strong 40 quid more money. Yeah. And then I, I, you know, it's not that much. I don't think you get that much more with it apart from now you can play it two days early for, you know, the same amount of money you're paying for the game again, if you see what I mean. So yeah. I don't know. I would imagine it comes with in-game currency. Yeah, for MUT teams and things like that. I think yeah. most editions come with, you know, the, the in-game currency just to get you, you know, get you hooked. Yeah. Mm. It's another shitty game practice from companies that practice shitty things. And for not once, swearing on this show. Was that a thing? I was just trying. That was all. Oh, okay. I, I, I'd never ask you not to. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, but, uh, so on this subject, now that sort of loot crates are being cracked down on pretty strongly, mm. they're just. This is just another angle. You know, um, this is something that costs them nothing, and effectively, you're a glorified beta tester. Um, yeah, so if, yeah. if you have a two day, people going on two days early, if the server starts crashing and all this sort of thing, you can take remedial action before the vast majority of people start playing your game. So, you know, How are they it, doing it's, it? it's just another angle. How, um, what's the process? If you, so if I pre-order the disc from Amazon, yeah. that will arrive on release day so what am i uh, playing I three days early sure. usually it's digital only something. yeah usually it is however yeah because on. for most people you know a, the game will start preloading a couple of days before launch so they'll basically anyone who has pre, uh, pre-ordered uh instead of just preloading that it'll unlock a couple of days before as well so once you've done with the preload you can just jump straight in rather than have to have to wait for the the uh, the unlock signal to be sent out. Actually, I imagine there's a big button. It actually looks unlock. like that if you order the gold edition from Amazon, which has the play early thing, they literally do ship it to you three days early. There you go. Purchase a copy from October 2nd to October 4th to get your copy up to three days early than the standard release date of October 5th. So get your get your copy three days early, power through, beat it, do all the bits, and then sell it on release day to CEX for the same money you paid for it in the first place. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's the scam. There you go. That's the scam. And the thing is, you know, we're talking about shitty practices. Once again, the people doing this... They're not the little guys, you know, the, the little indie developers who could actually use the, you know, that two extra dollars per copy or, you know, the, could actually use those pre-orders. It's EA and uh, yeah. Ubisoft and all these, that's you know, I'm saying. It's, it's, it's 2K. It's the Loot Crate replacement. It's the Loot yeah. Crate replacement. It's got, that's what it is. Yeah. It, it's at least something they can put in place there, without a doubt. Uh, it, it's... Shitty. Okay, next one. Mega mini, Mega Mini Drive. Mega Drive you Mini. mini <laughs> I would like a Mega Mini. <laughs> the, uh, Mega Drive Mini has been delayed until 2019. I honestly, really, I forgot they said they were doing one. I thought this yeah. come and gone. I, I like. I thought this was been out like six months ago. <laughs> I I dismissed it from my brain as soon as I heard. And we're working with at games. Like what? Why aren't you making it? Why is that people that make other rubbish stuff making it and uh, not you? But it turns out they're not anymore. So, it, right, hang on. It will give the developer more time to revise both the physical and software design of the unit, hopefully giving players the best, dare I say, the most mega experience when the console is finally made available to the public. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Someone's angling for a job at Sega. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in, again, I wouldn't... I wouldn't have thought this was 
the hardest thing to make. Honestly, you know, it's a custom, you know, basically it's an emulator with a custom front end with, you know, a bunch of ROMs dumped onto it. Yeah. And you put it in a little case. Yeah. You know, this has been a thing people have been doing, you know, at home for years now. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I could make one of these. I really could make one of these. Um, and yet Sega struggling yeah. just a little bit. There are open source front ends for, uh, well, pretty much everything with RetroPrya is open source that, you know, you can skin it and put elements in, you know, whatever you want. So I mean, this, the fact that this they're having trouble with this is a very bad omen. It really is. Uh... Especially since... At games, it's what they do. Well, you say it's what they do, and it is. You're not wrong. But the thing is, what they're famous for doing is whatever they do badly. That's true. So maybe now that they have someone standing over them, yeah, <laughs> their 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 uh, their normal standards aren't proving to be good enough. Yeah, in in many ways, this is exactly what they do. Uh, but there you have it. I will probably end up picking one up. I'm if well, actually, this is the only one where I'm waiting to see reviews. Like, is it worth it? Is it any good? Um, I'm not as worried about, like in the next story, the PlayStation Classic. That came out of nowhere. Well, yeah, <laughs> I did. I really wasn't expect. I genuinely wasn't expecting this. Me either. Did it was this a Tokyo GamesCon thing or I, I heard of it, yeah. A few days ago they announced this. Uh eighty nine ninety nine. It's a PlayStation with two controllers. It's mini. It's classic. It has twenty games like Ridge Racer and Final Fantasy Seven and Tekken Three. And uh yeah. Looks pretty good. The thing that's going to annoy me now, uh, I can't see any actual dimensions on here. I want to know if it's in scale with the NES and SNES minis. Because if it's not, that's really going to upset me. Oh, they're not even in scale with each other. Are they not? No. Mm, no. Oh, that breaks my little heart. Yeah. I, that, how could they? Oh. I know. Oh. I know. But yeah, they didn't. I have some M&Ms. Okay. Um, oh, well, I'm signed into Sony's website. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's Mike with his M&Ms there, people. At least I'm having a blue one because I'm feeling blue. At least it's not a bowl of soup. It is 45% smaller than 1994's PlayStation. So get a PlayStation, measure it, and reduce hmm. it by 45%. And... It's, you know, it's 90, 90 quid. And I've seen some people online saying, like, only 20 games. And here's the thing. When you compare it to, like, its contemporary, you know, the N64 and all consoles beforehand, like, the SNES and NES minis, the ROMs for those are, like, a, the SNES ones are, like, a couple of megabytes at most. Yeah. The PlayStation was the first thing. It used CDs. So that's, you know, what is it on a CD? 800 megabytes? Yeah. And many games came on multiple discs. So, you know, it's a considerable, it's a considerable size difference. Uh, I, do, I doubt there'll be space on the, uh, the, the Sony Classic to fit more ROMs or disc images in. 
yeah this is this is where it starts getting difficult because we're now into the area of doesn't run all that well on raspberry pi level technology and needs something beefier especially if you want to run it quickly and smoothly which i'm assuming Mm -hmm. they will if it's a packaged product and incidentally is part of why this is going to be better than what you can do with your raspberry pi but yeah the uh, the Pi does have uh, optional PlayStation uh, emulators on it, but they are, you know, they're not enabled by default. You have to download yeah. them and install them. And they, from game to game, from emulator to emulator, it's a bit of a dice roll. Absolutely. And as you said, the games are huge. You, yeah. You're not sticking loads of them on your memory card. 20 yeah. seems about right. And I'm just looking at what these games are going for. Final Fantasy VII is a 15-quid game at CEX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, what's interesting, though, I do wonder what they're going to put on this, because things that I said were nailed on, like Crash and Spyro and things like that, or not Spyro because that was N64, but Crash Bandicoot, for instance, no, have Spyro now been remastered and... and was it as well? I thought because I thought we played it on there. Yeah, no. but so those ga- those games are being are being or have been remastered and re-released. So yeah. you wouldn't expect to find those on on the classic. So I'm quite interested as to what they're going to put on it because two of the big heavy hitters are, are kind of out of the running now. That's true. Um, yeah. The, I, other, the funny, other thing I would say no, they haven't mentioned a Tomb Raider on here. I'd be very surprised mm-hmm. if there wasn't one of the Tomb Raider games. Yeah, like the OG Tomb Raider, maybe. Yeah. The yeah. the significant thing is the fact that they don't have the analog sticks on the controller, so eliminate <laughs> yeah, this is anything, the Gen One thing that yeah. could be played with the analog sticks. So I would say that writes off Resident Evil, does it? And things mm-hmm. like that. No, no, time control mastered right. as well. It had no uh, Resident Evil. You know, it had a locked off camera. It didn't have any. You know, you didn't have to worry about controlling a camera. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that is, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, there because there was, you know, whenever the first DualShock came out, that was like a feature that was on boxes. Some games got new additions that, you know, were DualShock yeah, enabled. Yeah, I remember that. Because they couldn't just yeah. patch a game back in those days. Hang on, what was that last so jumping weird. flash? I'm just seeing how much all these games are on CEX. It's a nice little thing, well, though, isn't speaking, it? speaking of CEX, <laughs> people, if you watch this... Do, do not, do not, do not pay £150 to CEX to buy this thing before Christmas. <laughs> it is not worth it. Wait till no. after Christmas when you can buy it for the RRP or less. Similarly, do not pay an eBay scalper three times what it is. Wait. Also, there will be enough. This is not Nintendo. Exactly. Hopefully, you know, Sony have the, you know, will be able to make enough of these things. So. Looking at the price, just of the the five games they've sh- they've shown off already, right? If mm-hmm. Jumping Flash is a twenty quid game, I've never heard of it, but it's twenty. It's the only one I've never heard of. Wild yeah. Arms is twenty eight pounds, so that's mm-hmm. forty eight quid we've spent so far on two games. Then Final Fantasy Seven is fifteen pounds. That's forty eight pounds plus fifteen, and then Tekken Three. <laughs> Tekken Three is another tenner. And then Ridge Racer Type 4 is actually only £3. But And if all of those games are traveling from Missouri to Dakota, and there's another set <laughs> of games traveling in the opposite direction... What time do um, they both pass? What time do they pass? Yeah. Um, and so I think in terms of the cost, eighty nine ninety nine, and you're getting nearly that in the five games that they've already shown off from the 20. 
Oh, that's a nice little thing. Look, I'm a fan of them. I, I have been I'm a fan of things of, in miniature. I am a fan of things in miniature, but I like the function. I loved Vern Troyer, may he rest in peace. Did he die? I believe so. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, that curl is a problems, dude, yeah. Did he? Uh, yeah. Mm. So anyway, yeah, this thing looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I took we'll a see turn. what other games <laughs> they put on it, but yeah, it's pretty good. And if you want to play yeah. these other things, it's actually I, I, than buying them. I'm curious it. about the uh, I'm curious about the interface as well because they do say you know it has the power and reset button, but it also has the open button, which they say can be used to uh, swap virtual discs. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like you know, if you're halfway, if you're if there is like Resident Evil Two on there and you're halfway through it and you have to switch to disc two do you actually have to push that button i don't know i would like to <laughs> i kind of like that if they sort of force people like yeah get up go over get down on your knees and push the button we had to do that they should have day. to do that it's character building exactly um and they left the reset button on the snes and nes classic minis so mm -hmm. there you go i'm just watching the trailer for it now it's remarkably unrevealing yeah it's exactly what you think it is. I don't know what... I'm trying to just I'm see hoping, what the uh, controller sockets are. They're I don't know if they... And yeah, I, I think they're USB. Looking at the photo on the site, uh, uh, yeah. you actually get a close look in there. I think they're USB, but... They're being made I, to look like their uh, PlayStation yeah. buttons. But I don't know if, like, if... The, the plugs, yeah, if the the, uh, the ports on the controllers, I don't know if you'll be able to plug them into a regular USB slot. It'd be cool if you could. Mm. Not, like you say, not entirely useful because it doesn't have any analog sticks, but it would be cool. It would. I'm just curious. I mean, it, I'd rather they went with a USB socket than whatever that thing is Nintendo have. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. The uh, the Wii uh, the Wiimote port that they seem to be fucking committed yeah, to. What's that about? It's odd, isn't mm. it? But yeah, I like this. I nearly pre-ordered one, but I'll wait. I'll see what the other guy. You know, why wait? I'm gonna get one. What am I? Let's <laughs> get on with it, Rich. Be a man. <laughs> get him. Make a decision. Search anyway, your feelings. Look into your heart. Mm. The PS Vita's really dead. Really, really dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, when something's dead in Japan, it's dead. It's really dead. Yeah. And so the PS Vita is really dead. No successor currently planned, apparently. Well, yeah, that's the interesting thing. Usually whenever they're ready to retire these things, they like to have something in the wings, but nope. They're well, just ending support. They're ending uh, supply. It would be known as Sony's new device that has no chance against the Nintendo Switch. That's ultimately <laughs> yeah. the problem. Wouldn't it? Yeah, because that is that that might actually be. I like God. I wonder if there was like a division within Sony that was working on the you know the PSV two, and then Nintendo brought out the the Switch, and it was like, well, we're oh fuck Bugger. no, yeah. This, you know, the only thing that the PlayStation Vita had was that it's more powerful than Nintendo's current handheld yeah system. And now that's gone because they've made their console a handheld. Uh, it also had much worse game support, so they had that going for <laughs> it, which is uh, something, I suppose. Uh, I, yeah, I never wanted one. They uh, the only the only thing that people talk about it positively and which interested me in was for um, homebrew slash emulation support. It was remarkably easy to hack. 
because people figured out reasonably quick, uh, reasonably quickly that when you uh, connect it to a PC with a USB cable, it just presents its operating system on a drive. Uh, no hacking, no weird thing needed, nothing. It just goes, here I am. And you're like, all no, right, I okay, now you're an SNES emulator. <laughs> okay, and, and interesting, because um, just proposal, do you think that that was done intentionally because Sony systems from the PlayStation 1 onward have been and continue to be notoriously difficult to emulate, whereas hmm. rival systems yeah. tend not to be. So, it, you know, it behooves yeah. Sony to maybe just make it easy <laughs> to allow that to happen. Maybe Just so. a thought. Just a thought. I mean, I have even considered getting one from CX, like an old battered one, just to see oh, what yeah. emulators I can run on it. I have. There are no Vita, Vita games in particular that I have any interest in. Yeah. Uh, I think a couple of the bigger ones came out on PlayStation, as it was anyway. Uh, yeah. And I think, am I right in thinking that it would be fair to say that the first party games they brought out, brought out were basically cut down versions of bigger, more popular games? Basically, they did. Yeah. Yes. They like, did, un, yeah. Un, there were a few, like, I think there was an Uncharted game. Yeah. And they did a... a um, Gods of War. This is... Assassin's Creed one, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, what's his face? Uh, uh, Valkyria Chronicles got a PS Vita-only sequel, which pissed a lot of people off. Right. Um, yeah, they they tried that for a while, but it just, people did not bite. Oh, well. How old is it? Because, it, I mean, finding out that it's only now being you know discontinued, it feels like it's been dead for a while. 2011, just, yeah. according to this well, article. Six years? Yeah, that's not bad for any console. Well, that's true, but it, it never. It, it is kind of a how did it keep going for six years kind of yeah. thing. And I think by the end it was just being released in Japan. And there are clearly some. It clearly has its fans. Oh yeah, uh, you know, because uh, I think Limited Run Games is still putting out games for it and that sort of thing. I think that they're pre they're pretty much the only place people yeah. are getting games for the Vita from. Yeah, uh, and so I, I get it. It's an. Do you know what it was? It was always far too serious for me. And and the Sony stuff has always walked that line for me. Like, you can get too serious and not fun enough. And the 3DS seemed to always just be about fun. And Pokemon and Mario Brothers and that sort of thing. And the Vita was so serious and grown up and, and really meant it and all that. It's, it's trying to... And yet, and yet it has a touchpad on the back yeah uh it's just weird <laughs> it was the exact same they were doing it you know they did it there there must have been someone at sony who just bought a shit ton of touchpads <laughs> well i've got to find something some to point, do with these and you know they needed to do this and the ps vita didn't take off and they were like okay well how about this we put them on the ps4 controller yes that's where they that are that guy yeah. is your nemesis <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Anyway, we mentioned earlier the uh, Tokyo Game Show, which, which is it's now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much, I think. Yeah, I thought it was next month. Uh, so <laughs> some people have been showing off some stuff. I, uh, I forgot to watch the videos, which is no good. But we've had a PlayStation and a, a Sega press conference so far. Have we? I did not pay any attention to those whatsoever. They the only thing that I've been pay waiting for from TGS this year is um, uh, 
Kojima is hosting a thing where he's going to talk about Death Stranding. Right. And so that's all I've been interested in. Um, because the Tokyo Game Show, you know, it's a Tokyo Game Show and it takes place in Tokyo. Um, in but Japanese. they don't do it in English. Yeah. Uh, which seems, I mean, I take it as a personal attack. It is. They're not, they're invalidating you as an English speaking person. Yeah. Yeah. It's a literal act of violence. Uh, <laughs> literal act, yes. Yeah. Um, so we, we've seen a couple of things, things like, uh, oh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition coming to PS4. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it is equivalent to bombing Pearl Harbor. <laughs> it's not. But to me, I care like more about this than Pearl Harbor. So they should take that into account. Did you see the Yakuza Online stuff? No. Those the Yakuza I'm... Online is coming. No. Yeah, there is. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and I saw <laughs> bye, a trailer Mike. for it, and it looked like Yakuza, and it was all in Japanese, so I learned absolutely nothing. Other than the question mark appears in the Japanese language, and that surprised me. Like, oh. you knew what was a question, because there was a question mark there. I didn't expect that. Uh yeah, because they're Japanese, you know, written Japanese, it's all symbols and stuff, so you don't take into account, like, what, what is their punctuation? Yeah. Huh. And so how do, how do you ask a question in Japanese? I don't With know. With great shame. Yes. With great shame. Uh, so Yakuza Online is a thing, and maybe one day we'll get that. Project Judge is a new thing which for is, people that made Yakuza. Yeah, which is about journalists, I believe. No, it's about an ex-cop person. Oh, Judge or something. Oh, thing. Hang on, hang on. I'm just being the Variety's website. Sorry, Mira. Project Judge. Now the dude in it is actually a guy. I saw a thing all about it. He's like Japan's Brad Pitt or something. Oh, so um, this is like when Vin Diesel did those games starring Vin Diesel. Yeah, and this <laughs> is like what? Right. I think what he's known for is being on. TV in detective crime things or lawyer crime things. Um, and this is like a game version of a show of that nature. Right. I but think. hopefully I'm with more recall... production value than the CSI games that yeah. have been brought out. Yeah, today. absolutely. And it, I think, right, let me think. There is a, a Japanese TV show. It's like the longest running TV show. In Japan. It's their Coronation Street. And it's a, a period drama about a lawyer in feudal Japan. And they have mm. these badges that's like, this is this badge means I'm a lawyer. And at the same point in every episode, the badge will be revealed, at which point everybody will cave like, oh, he's a lawyer. He knows we're lying and that sort of thing. And this is like the modern day equivalent of something like that. I'm sorry. I've, I haven't heard anything you said. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard anything you've said because I've just been imagining Columbo being dubbed into bad Japanese. I'm sure that's been done. One more thing. Sorry. <laughs> My uh, wife. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was a thing as well. Sega have announced some other stuff. We've now got Sonic the Hedgehog on the Switch because I haven't bought it enough times. <laughs> I'm clearly going to get that again. And the other one, what is it? The Thunder whatever thing. Cats. Hang on, I'll look it up because I happen to have a Switch with me. 
And I'll just go to the online store and see what's been added today. Then I'll sift through the 60 items that have been added today and feature Japanese schoolgirls and find the thing I want. It's not that bad. Thunder Force 4. That's the other I haven't one. seen Thunder Force. Thunder Thor's? Thunder Thor's 168. And so I don't know what. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog on the Switch. Scythe. They were kicking the balls of like Sega and, you know, all these companies suddenly announced a slew of upcoming PS Vita games. Wouldn't it just? <laughs> just really take the, the air out of their sales. Uh, what's next? PUBG for PS4. So that Microsoft exclusivity is finally wearing off. Yeah. Because um, loyalty is for fools. Absolutely. Also, is. Fortnite is is steamrolling the the battle royale genre currently. So the more platforms you're on, the more money you can make. So why wouldn't they? Does PUBG have crossplay? Mm. Well, not on PS4, obviously. But yeah, I no, don't know. No, I don't know because it's only on Xbox, isn't it? And, and PC. PC. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if it had crossplay between Xbox and PC. So who knows? Um, there's no word of it coming to Switch as of yet. Is that that's but, my uh, nose to indicate how interested I am in PUBG? Yeah. We'll talk so, about that in the second part of the show, actually. Oh, foreshadowing. Yes. Um, yeah. That. So that's okay. That's pretty much all there is to it, really. PUBG for PS4. You, I do wonder if you know. It's purely hypothetical now, but I wonder how much money they could have made by going, you know, multi-platform from the off versus how much they made by going exclusive with Microsoft and which one of those would have, you know, netted well, them more. Do you know, I don't think it would necessarily have been a good idea because it's a game that is famously fraught with problems. And yeah. I, I don't see how putting it on more than one machine would have helped that. Yeah, that's you a know? fair point. And, and so maybe... It, had they done that, maybe it would have just been a much worse experience all around and people wouldn't have stuck with it. I, I don't Potential. know. Yeah. Uh, in this next story, a man used his toddler to steal Nintendo consoles from inside an arcade machine. I prefer my headline. What's your headline? Entrepreneur games the system in a victory for the little guy. Oh, yes. I see what you've done there. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> No, that, that. At first I was shocked, but then I was like, no, fuck it. <laughs> this video on the article, is that of him doing it or no. of just of the game? Uh, that is just of the game, which is a weird game. Again, only in Japan. No, uh, if you want to see the video, you have to go, you know, you see the bit where that has the red quotation marks? It has a link to a Facebook video in plain text. Right. Okay. Hang on. I'll find that. It's below the video. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, that barber cut, it's an interesting, it's a kind of, uh, I keep wanting to use the term claw game because that's like the generic term that I have for these things, but it's, it's not, it's, uh, you know, the idea is that the prizes are hanging by strings and right. instead of controlling a claw, cut the string, yeah. yeah, you control, you know, a little scissors mechanism that cuts the string, but you can see in the video that's there that clearly, even if you do cut the string, Either the string is thick enough or the blades are dull enough that you aren't guaranteed to cut all the way through it. So he's he's pulled out a switch. It looks yep. like he's pulled out another switch accessory or a 3DS. I think it's a 3DS, yeah. He has one kid with him and uh, the other one a smaller is in toddler the inside the machine. Oh, now I need kids. 
<laughs> can, you, can you have him for a bit and then get rid of him? Well, uh, uh, ring up Mr. Really, Trisham and really, see if he'll really, lend really, you Jago. That's a really oh, late yeah. transition. I'm seeing Will tomorrow. I'll ask him. Yeah, can I, can, borrow, can, the, borrow his little one. Yeah, can you I just, borrow you? Sorry, what was, the, what was the name there the, of the kid? Jago. Awesome. Yeah. That's, God, he that's really awesome. did that. I don't know that he's stealing. I, I really don't know that I would class it. It's definitely I'm cheating. I'm not being funny. Why are the arcade putting the boxes with the actual things in in the fucking thing where people um, can nick them? Again, this is one of the weird cultural weird things. Japan, those things are fucking everywhere. They put arcade machines and uh, these prize machines in every wall, anywhere they can find a space. They just fill them in, yeah, and, know, you know, in back it? alleys. And I do not know how they aren't like bankrupted immediately by everyone stealing everything. Everything, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd say maybe it is a cultural thing. Just obviously, we live in Britain, and you know, every job I've ever had, you know, like my first job was in a shoe shop. We only put the left shoes out because people would steal the full pairs otherwise. Absolutely. We, oh. we used to chain the handbags to the wall so people <laughs> wouldn't nick them. I mean, it's. Um, I don't know. It must be a cultural thing because I yeah. worked in an arcade for a little while and we had those sort of games that had like, and it had like a, a DS in there. It was an empty box. Yeah. So if someone was enterprising enough to, you know, push their child inside the machine or use magnets, which is another thing that be, the, that people do, um, box is empty. Yeah, this was yeah, uh, so, successfully nicked. Yeah. This was a, cardboard a box. box. Yeah. This was in New Hampshire, by the way, not Japan. What? This was in Rockingham Park, New Hampshire, in a what? mall. Yeah. Oh, my God. I assume, why, why did I assume this was Japanese? I don't Japanese? know why we all assumed it was Japanese. Jesus, right, we all assumed video this was Japanese? I've just, I've just watched the video of a not-Japanese person stealing concert yeah. with his not-Japanese son. I think it's just because of that machine. <laughs> I thought that's clearly a Japanese. I thought there's there is nothing more Japanese than that machine. You than say, like one of those toilets that say, shoots water up your arse. You say grab a machine, and I'm back in Yakuza Zero watching Alice and yeah. all those things. Where they call them, in there they call them UFO catchers. Because right, yeah. the claw is like a little UFO, yeah, and it yeah. comes down. Yeah, But yeah, it says here, the man is now wanted by the Salem Police Department, and that is not a police department you want to be wanted by, because those motherfuckers will burn you. Yeah, that's what they do. They're known for it. Yeah, run. Have I you seen the trailer for the Sabrina series? It's, it's not stealing. You put them there, and you just said, "Oh, you <laughs> could have them." Imagine if you could fit through this gap, but you can't. And he's just being canny enough to think, "Ah, no, I can't." But mm -hmm. he can. Yeah, come on, boy. Do you want the 3ds? You know, yeah, that's... and he's doing it for his kids. This yeah. is a good father. I think so. This is a good man who deserves a reward mm -hmm. from Nintendo and an apology yeah. from the mall. Yeah. And sure when you think about right it, on that, you know, from a no, when you think about it, all even if he is guilty of theft, all he, he is, is guilty, <laughs> Emma, <laughs> quiet. Okay, even if, even <laughs> supposing, in a, in a world gone mad, where this man could be considered a thief, he is only guilty of like a dollar or two's worth of theft. Because that's all it potentially takes yeah. to win one of these things. Yeah. He's not A dollar he stole two goes on this machine. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> that would be my defense is... in court as well. 
I was yep. going to say when when he is inevitably cool, which is, you know, <laughs> I expect next week you will find that this. I expect he's going to every mall in the local area pulling this scam. When he's inevitably cool and the CPS takes Real him all away, the um, for him. no, I was going to say after the ticker tape parade, his dollar store lawyer will be listening to this podcast taking notes this is gold i should have gone into law i really should have have gone to law school oh wonderful ah dear in other news nintendo switch online launched to Mm -hmm. uh bad noise yeah yeah (laughs) i scurried along i was up anyway because it was like four in the morning here and i uh i jumped on it immediately and by 10 past four i was pretty much done uh, I think uh, it is what it is. It's exactly what they said it was going to be, which you can't really criticize them for. Um, it's only seventeen ninety nine, isn't it? That's is that for a year or for six months? That's for the year. All right, okay. And you get these NES games on your Switch, which you've had the last thirty five years to play if you were interested in, and. Uh, possibly own multiple devices that play these games in various ways, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, a new way to play Super Mario Brothers 3. And do you know what the annoying thing is? I've been sat playing Mario Brothers 3 on my fucking Switch. These yeah. And Dr. Mario as well, um, which I all had on the NES Classic Mini, but they're now on the Switch, which means that Yakuza can be on the television at the same time. And it usually is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but ultimately, I don't see this as like a, I really don't see this as a a big selling point for the service really. Cause I don't think that if this was the only way to play those games, I don't think anyone who wasn't already going to be getting the switch online service is going to be swayed by 20 NAS games and the addition of three more per year, per month. Is it? Yeah. That's what we're seeing so far. Uh, yeah, I don't... What You did the math. What was it? When yeah, are they going to... The complete library will be available by 2037. Awesome. I'll be sure to keep up to date with that. Uh, it doesn't help that a lot of these games are awful, like well, yeah. <laughs> soccer and tennis and baseball. Do you think the, you think the overabundance of, you know, now we have all these retro consoles coming out, we have the Raspberry Pis, it's never been easier to you know play all these retro games yeah i think it's starting to cause the sort of rose tinted glasses you know the 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 slightly favorable view we have on retro games to kind of wear off and we're now looking and thinking actually in all fairness ice climbers is shit yeah i think we're Mm. certainly less tolerant of them all the stuff we have now is much better yeah the the classics are still the classics but yeah ice climbing shit uh, <laughs> really? it, it also helps that I don't have much nostalgia necessarily for these games in an NES format. I'm also just uh, looking at this list. I am curious because I've never heard of a game that was simply called Yoshi. It's one of those like, why is Yoshi in this one? Uh, it's a puzzle game that has nothing to do with the character from the Mario Brothers game. Uh, they right. just put okay. a picture on the box to sell it. Ah, fair enough. Um, I mean, what's there works. <laughs> That's the best I can say. It definitely works. If, like, if you've never played any of these before, there they are again, uh, somewhat 
with them being portable, that might help. I think they've all always... But less, they're yeah. less portable than they would be on a 3DS or a 2DS. And I don't feel that the additional screen size of a Switch, I think that might actually do more harm than good for some of these games. Right. Speaking from experience, because I, I have played Mario Brothers 3 on my 3DS as well. It's actually better on the Switch. And it is. It? I, I must admit, I've never been entirely happy with how the, the 4 by 3 aspect ratio comes out on the 3DS because it's not that big. Okay. Um, uh, it, it really shrinks it down, and it is, it is just a lot nicer on the Switch. Okay, um, okay. So th- there is that, you know, but they needed to do more than this. Yeah, 20 seems... I mean, they talk about they're going, you know, adding like multiplayer. I don't think anyone's going to be playing these. No, you know, I I don't see that being a thing. So just yeah. dump a bunch of fucking ROMs into it and be done with it. And that was advice taken by everybody who's got it, and somebody did basically. Yeah, this was quick. <laughs> this took less than twenty hours, as far as I'm aware. Uh, I certainly heard about it less than 24 hours before. It was the same day that the thing launched. Uh, basically, what they f- hackers have found out is that the system, the emulation system that it's running on the app, is basically just the NES Classic Mini, uh, which so, is basically just any one of a number of you know yeah. other NES emulators. So any NES ROM will work with it, and so it's using the .NES files. And you can just dump what you want on there, and it yeah. runs it because, of course, it does. It doesn't load up like the uh, the proper art or anything for it in the menu, but you know, you just select the thing and it'll load up the game, and you know, seems to emulate it perfectly fine. So I kind of wish Nintendo had done this. If they mm. just said, "Here's two hundred games. Here's the here's the NES library," that would be a pretty good incentive, it you know, for seventeen a- quid. Yeah, and uh, to, to you know, what other money are they making from that library of games right now? You know that that would have in any way hurt. They should. Have I mean, they haven't. That. They haven't added any more games to the NES Classic. So, and I doubt they're going to do a NES Classic too. So, yeah. And from the looks of it, they don't intend to. You know, this is how they seem to be intending to release these games on the Switch. So. Why not just dump them all out there? Now, if if we're just waiting and say in a couple of months we get a SNES emulator app and that also comes with 20 games and then they add also three games to that every month and then there's an NES emulator, sorry, an N64 and, and so on and so on. Mm. And then so by the end of it, we're starting to see them ending, adding maybe three games per platform to this yeah. then we're starting to move in the right direction and again because the n64 stuck with cartridges as opposed to you know cds that's you know mm. i wonder we've all, we've done how big you know the uh, the nas the entire library of nas games can fit you know comfortably on uh, a memory card i wonder how much uh, digitally speaking the n64 library takes up one second. Uh-huh. Where is it? Oh, no, I don't have it on here. I'm on my PC. It's not on here. Uh, do you not have your folder of um, uh, perfectly legally obtained and 100% genuine yes. copies of games that you definitely own already? Sadly, not so much. I'm just looking for uh, where I might have that. 
I mean, they you know they have the the calculations for the complete complete works of Shakespeare. Shouldn't be hard enough, you know, to have the calculations for the entire N sixty four library. They are equally culturally relevant. Absolutely, they are. Oh, here we go. Is it that folder? Why doesn't Windows show me sizes of folders? It's really annoying. It's absolutely a pain in the ass that they don't do that. I mean, how hard would that be, really? I don't. I do. I do not know. I can't find where on the system the actual library of games is. Oh, that's frustrating. Content plugins library. No, you would think frameworks. No. Doesn't Can you not matter, just but... do a search for .nes or .n64? I'm guessing that's the file type. I'd be annoyed if it wasn't. Is. Hang on, this is going to take a minute because this is Windows indexing a Mac, a Mac across the network. So we'll come back to that in a few God days. Um, suffice it to say, the entire N64 library might be a couple of gigs at the most. Uh, yeah, at the most. Mm. It's certainly, you'll be downloading bigger games that are just a Switch game to your hard you know to your machine so yeah and i'd be surprised if the snes and nes libraries are a gigabyte between them oh easily yeah to be honest most NES mm. games are less than a megabyte i don't know how you do that how they ever did that but that's what they are um so yeah nintendo online it exists it continues to be a disappointment and not enough and they still haven't given a good reason for why some games, some big games, cannot be backed up, have the safe games backed up. Not a good reason, anyway. No, yeah, no valid reasons. Yeah. It's, it's a bizarre, you know, well, people will be able to cheat. How? How can they cheat? It makes... Tell us. What, what they're explaining is a thing, but the fact is is that you don't solve that problem by not allowing those games to save. Yeah. Every other developer yeah. has systems in place to prevent this, but Nintendo's option is, well, we're just going to not let you do it. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, that's still not... It's not a good excuse at all. No. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know why I expect more of Nintendo for this, why it should be more. Um. I think because it's taken so damn long. And I think, <laughs> like you say, the shine of these retro games has gone off now. And I, I really feel like they're, they're rationing them out to us, like they're drips of water from the Holy Grail. And mm. it's like, come on, just you need to bite the bullet on like your first three console generations. They're, they just need to be free things now. Uh, look after your Wii stuff and your... GameCube stuff, that's fine. But even that stuff, will you hurry out, hurry up and bring out Zelda Twilight Princess, whatever, and the other one on Switch, please? The ones you really. Oh, well, yeah, because uh, Twilight Princess, uh, this was, I don't know when this, uh, it has come out on the NVIDIA Shield. Is it the Shield in, in, yeah. in the US? So, and it's, it's a very interesting situation where it's. Um, it's emulating the original. It's not emulating. Uh, Twilight Princess got a HD, not remake, but sort of a, a HD, you know, upgrade higher thing. upgrades yeah. uh, for the Wii U. That's not the version that's being emulated. It's the original Wii version. Yeah, but they've changed, you know, with its own uh, assets, you know, the, the you know new button prompts, a new UI, and because it was the Wii. They had on the original Wii release. They had to mirror the game because Link has always been left-handed, but players are right-handed. Yes. And since you were using a Wii mote, they therefore had to make Link right-handed 
in order to have, you know, your control inputs be one-to-one. But now that they're back to, you know, a controller-based input, they've been able to flip that back around again. Um, and it's a really interesting case. Uh, it's a really interesting thing where it's it's the best performance and sort of some, you know, the best looking version of it, but it doesn't have the HD textures that, the switch the 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 Wii U version got so it's a weird middle ground yeah but apparently it, it runs great I just want to fucking play it uh, that's well just get Nintendo. yourself uh, you know an Nvidia <laughs> Shield from Japan and an account for Japan and all this shit oh it's China that's that's you know it's Is it? oh it yeah makes that's it right, even it that tiny bit harder you need, and you need the the hoops to jump through because you've got to make yeah. you've got to get the thing from from china you've got to have a chinese bank account and a chinese bank card to sign up to the chinese so i think yep. it might geotrack you and say you're not in china or yes you have like to connect that. through a vpn which you know yeah. china so tricky <laughs> at this point it would be easier to just get a wii u uh, so <laughs> I mean, doing that ever. Final story for tonight. Apparently, Fortnite has supposedly contributed to 5% of divorces in the UK. Is there a Metacritic box for that? I don't know. (laughs) There should be. I'd like to compare that to other games. Because this is a lone statistic. It is. I think Warcraft is probably, like, way up there. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to see some comparison numbers to other brutally addictive video games to see um because i'd be interested that's an interesting sticker to put on the Fortnite box isn't it you know <laughs> if you're married you've got a five percent chance of this destroying your marriage are you ready to take the risk and would that increase sales <laughs> yeah <laughs> other people out there just really I mean, passive did... people looking to you know just anything this is a question for Rich. Seeing as this podcast network has been cited in an actual divorce, how do you feel about uh, this sort of as someone who's had real life experience of it? I, I, I you know, I incidentally, I'm still very proud of that divorce thing. I would be. Um, mm. But uh, this, this is just silly. This is just silly. <laughs> right. Women, if it is essential Hello. for you that you're, you're, <laughs> Significant for other. this section, Emma will be playing the role of I'm, I'm all, women. Woman. all women. Yes. All women. If it is essential to you that your significant other spend all their time in some way doting over you and paying attention to all of your needs and wants and desires, and if they don't, you must divorce them, get a fucking puppy. Right? Or, God forbid, your own fucking hobby. Right? People do things and if they're doing that thing too much that's a separate issue from what the thing actually is right if if someone's life is going to shit because they're playing fortnite it's not actually anything to do with fortnite it's some some bigger issue and this is as a reason for divorce is just blaming Fortnite for something that is the symptom of a bigger issue you know well, i mean it's actually to do with the legal sort of it brings up an interesting legal question in this country because we don't have blameless divorce so when you get not? divorced you no, we do not this is a thing that's going that's possibly going in the uh it's got going around the courts at the moment so when at the moment you get divorced in this country you have to Somebody's put a label on it. Why? Somebody's at fault. So, right. in, uh, so in some of these cases, I expect it's like there's so many issues and then someone just wrote Fortnite. 
because it's one word, yeah. it goes in a piece of paper, and that's it. But they like say it's a myriad of issues. It's a cause, not it's an effect, not a cause. Um, so yeah, when maybe you know this, these sort of things will go away um, when you know I think that we the we institute blameless divorce in this country. But um, yeah, <laughs> I think in the majority of the cases, it's just you know <laughs> it's one word, it'll do. Yeah. Sorry, I just clicked. On, uh, in this article, uh, the according to press release issued by UK-based website Divorce Online, um, Divorce Online is a hyperlink. Have you clicked on that hyperlink, Rich? Is Fortnite becoming a relationship wrecker? No, look at the picture and the oh. caption underneath the picture. Oh. The... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to drop this into the Slack for Emma to see. The yes, caption I was going to say Emma needs to see this. Is there we go? Just the game letter, playing letter. online game on computer. Uh, he has his it's headphones like... over his hoodie. <laughs> that is... That's how I wear my headphones, definitely. That That's is fantastic. Oh, just... dear. That's divorce. I would divorce Chuck if he walked into the room looking like that. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just that... the, and they've just stuck. They've taken. This is clearly from a stock website. I was. And I was they've... actually just searching for that caption because I bet that was the fucking yeah. caption on the stock website. They just dragged and dropped the caption from the. You know from the. <laughs> And we and, found and the, it straight uh, away. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's a whole range of them of him playing oh, with his hoodie up, with the headphones on. There he is, male hooded player, male hooded gamer playing online game on PC computer on Alamy.com. Eleven ninety nine for personal use. There's wow. a whole range. Oh, that's brilliant. And I yeah, I just love the you know the totally just divorce online. Pardon me. Uh, clearly, a very you know neutral, uh, even even-handed website. It's not only teenagers that are being affected by its drug-like qualities. <laughs> drug-like now, I qualities. Mean, uh, yeah. It's just it's just a symptom of this, you know the yeah. old ban this sick filth nonsense yeah. that infiltrates uh, this, this country from time to time in it. This post was written by Mark Keenan. Mark, you're a cunt, and you look like one in your photo. Um, <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Oh, I spoke well. Yeah. Well, that's Divorce Online, everybody. Screw those guys. I just wanted to see what else was being cited as the, you know, causes for divorce. But I, I was assaulted by that wonderful photo. It's And that literally is its stock photo title, the caption they've put there. That's what it is. I found it. Uh, there is one other. There is one other Fortnite story. Okay, uh, skipped over it. The um, the epic, you know, truly wonderful uh, custom Fortnite Switch bundle. Oh yeah, I kind of skipped over that. Yeah, there's Fortnite. Are you not drawn to it, Rich? Why would I want that? It's Fortnite. I don't care. Can you not feel the Fortniteness coming off of it? Well, yeah, and that's why I don't want it. It's so Fortnite that they didn't even need to put any Fortnite branding on the Switch. Yeah, it's just installed, it's the default. probably. No, it's not even installed. It comes with the download code. Does it, why would you need a download code? It's just in the store. I bet it, the download code like for some got... uh, DLC. <laughs> They went say, to the I, effort of printing some boxes for this, Rich. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, did. it's almost like they just printed the boxes and then chucked the code in in a generic Switch. Yeah. It's Basically. almost like that's what they did. Yeah. Anyway, 
so actually, I'll, let's move on to the next bit of the show, which is what we've been playing, everyone. And I'll talk to you about what I've been playing. Because I've as seen I what keep... you've been playing. You have, have you? some shit to explain. Do I? Well, you've been playing House Party. I explained that last week. I not to me. <laughs> not to me. It's actually quite fun. Oh, you. I, haven't, I haven't. I haven't played it since last week. So that's that's something. I just had to pop three M and M's. What I've been playing this week? Oh, I've lost Steam. That wasn't the uh, right thing. So I got Humble Bundle, which I have trouble saying quickly. Mm. And uh, you might be familiar with this, Mike. There is the Humble Bundle. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, they, they do a, like a subscription package now. Yeah. I'm going to bring it up on my screen so I know what was on it. Uh, and I subscribed to that, basically, because it was $12.99 a month. And you started off this month by getting Overwatch, which is okay. like a 25 quid game that I was planning on getting anyway. So even if I don't go for more than a month, I got Overwatch for 12 quid. Or nine ninety nine. actually, it worked out that. Uh, and just looking back, like last month, you got Sniper Elite 4, Darksiders 2, Tales of Berseria. Uh, Little Nightmares and a couple of others I've not heard of. In August, it was Escapist 2 and other things. There's always a couple of big games that I would have gotten anyway at some point. So I thought I'd give it a go and got Overwatch. That's much more fun than Fortnite. Yeah. That's it. I'm, I'm equally shit at Overwatch as I am at Fortnite, but I've enjoyed Overwatch a lot more. Yeah, it was obvious right away that it was a much more fun game. Um, you're right in that it's very much a team-based thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's remarkable how well it works without any real communication between members of the team. I mean, I didn't have voice chat on and no, neither did anyone else, but you sort of filter into roles. And if you can play those roles correctly, then it's pretty good. And mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed playing support. Bizarre, yeah, you know? it's fun. They they put a lot of work into making the uh, they've worked. You know, there's been uh, much criticism and you know celebration in equal measures because they are constantly reworking the classes. Sometimes, yeah. like from the ground up, in order to make them work with you know uh, new characters that they're adding and you know new systems that they're adding. So uh, they do work to make support classes fun to play. And they, they've done a very good job of it. And bizarrely enough, I actually got more kills while playing support class than, than otherwise. Yeah, um, because they make you feel rewarded as well, even if you're not getting yeah. kills. You know, you what, feel what, like you know, you're getting assists and everything, you know. Well, what kept happening was that I, I as support, I would hang back and you let the tank people go in and just batter everything, whatever. And you stay behind them because you don't want to get in their way. And also you want to be able to heal them from behind but Mm -hmm. if you're playing someone who is another team who's aware that that's what you're doing because clearly if i know that everybody knows that then they go around the back but that Mm -hmm. was where i was so you were you were very much the butt plug yeah and so from the rear end up playing while you're playing support you're actually fending off people from the back as well uh so i just had so much fun and Mm -hmm. just into it straight away the, the range of heroes is varied, and one of them is a, jam- a hamster driving a giant robot, which oh, yeah. infinite time for. That's uh, <laughs> genius. 
<laughs> of course you put that in. But while there's a range of them, it's not like League of Legends where they go, and here are our two million heroes. Learn them all. Like, no. No, I won't. I will not learn them all. But Overwatch goes like, here's 20 or something. I don't know how many it actually is. But they all fit on one little menu bar rather than hmm. scrolling through for hours on end. Uh, and th there was a game mode I was playing where you win loot boxes. So I don't even oh, yeah. have a fucking problem with all that stuff, even though it's randomized. But that's, again, that's all purely cosmetic. Purely cosmetic. And I didn't care about it at all. So maybe I will in future, but I don't see myself buying loot boxes on that stuff, to be honest with you. Uh, but overall, I just really enjoyed it. Really it's well a lot put of together fun. experience and a lot of fun. And just the fact that when you die, it's not over. You know? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> That's true. You know, yeah, you, it's not like, okay, new match. It's like, no, you respawn. Yeah, and you, you get to see who killed you and how. That kill yeah. cam is brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, based on my experiences with Overwatch and Splatoon 2, certainly as well, I quite enjoy these team based shooter games. And it has a lot of personality as well. You know, uh, you know, you have each character, you know, has a lot of, they've put quite a lot of time and effort into developing mm -hmm. each character. Um, even though there is no story mode, each character still feels distinct. And uh, there's something, you know, you'll be able to find one that you like, both in terms of gameplay and in terms of uh, personality. Yeah. Uh, whereas... Um, Fortnite, what did you so think much. of Fortnite guy? Fortnite guy's good, isn't he? Yeah. His Fortnite girl. See, and it's not that I think Fortnite's a bad game, because I don't think it is a bad game, but I've hit the wall with it a lot. Hard, as they say. Um, oh, did you hear the giant cube uh, made its way to the lake? I did. Where it melted? I'd love, I'd love all that shit that they're doing. I yeah. think it's really well done. And if I, you know, when when the rocket cracked the sky, I was totally into that. And it's mm. taken less than a season for me to just be there. Yeah. And I, I think it's because it, it's. I find it really hard as a game. You know, I, yeah. I don't feel like when the challenge, the super hard challenges, kill three people. You know, you play around yeah, round of Overwatch. True. I got twelve kills when I just turned down my mouse sensitivity. And you just think the idea of here's a game where you might get three. You no, know, you've got to be the best of the best to get three kills. Just, it's not fun. Yeah. It's too hard. It's because, like you say, you know, as fast as it is to get into a game of, of Fortnite, you know, the matchmaking is, I, I was I was impressed by how quick the matchmaking was, but you still have to matchmake. You're in the opening lobby, then you're in the bus, and then you have to jump out of the bus and make your way to the ground where... You have a choice of either going where everybody is, yeah, and that is, you know, you, you have the chance to compete in a very quick match, or head off into the middle of nowhere where you have a chance to survive. And then as soon as you're killed, you then have to exit the match and start the whole thing over again. Whereas Overwatch, oh, I'm dead. Who did it? Him. I'm coming for him. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Much more fun that way. So I'm a fan of Overwatch now. I'm looking at what I also played uh i think i've been yeah i've been on the switch this week because i got east h lacrimosa of dana and that has dragged me in that's I been have a, no idea what you just said but it's yeah. an action rpg and basically i am an adventurer 
stranded on a weird island and there are other people here and we're building a little village and community and exploring the island and figuring out what's going on. The East range of games is a long-running game range that I've never heard of before. And not many people had before this one came out. It's all right. It's not super high-tech. The graphics aren't brilliant. It's a bit blocky and stuff, but it's really dragged me in. And apparently it's very difficult to get your hands on a copy for cheap, uh, oh. which made it even more interesting to me. So, mind you, I did manage to find it for cheap, so that was all right. Uh, but so far, I'd recommend it if you're into action RPGs. It's it's pretty good, and it keeps getting better. It's layering itself as it goes along. So I've uh, made this little village thing, and now we're having, like, this raid mode where all the creatures from the island will try and eat the village, and I have to fight them off. And it's it's layering it up, and there's more to the game as it goes on. Uh, but generally, quite enjoying it. Cool. So th that's the other one. And then finally, obviously, NES games, apparently. Oh, yeah. Because that's what you do. Mm. But that's been me. I'm trying to wean myself off Formula One 2017 as well, because that's been a... I think I'm up to 114 hours with that now. 115 hours. Bloody gotta, hell. Gotta stop. Gotta stop. Okay, it can't surpass Breath of the Wild in terms of hours played. That's insane. I have to do something about that. And well, I suppose in terms of replayability, I mean, you know, the, the, you know, Breath of the Wild, there will come a point where there's nothing else to do. In a racing game, you can go around that track infinitely. Yes, that's very true. Very true indeed. Um... But that's been it. Yeah, I didn't. I've not popped back onto uh, Two Point Hospital this week, but I do intend to at some point. So that's me. Now, you Emma, guys. have you have you broken the Minecraft? No, um, but I'm I'm perilously close to the sort of the end in that I've nearly got all the achievements. So um, uh, yeah, I've got like um, there's a couple that are kind of basically sort of luck based. So I'm probably gonna just leave those uh, for now and uh, just do like the final kind of three or four that I can sort of control, and then that'll be me. Um, yeah, I've I've nearly achieved all I want to achieve. I'm approaching a hundred hours into Minecraft at this point. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't regret any of it. Like <laughs> I don't regret coming on here for eight consecutive weeks. Said I've just been playing Minecraft because that's all I've been doing. Um, I've got something to break my addiction with though because I cracked. And um, when I was at RTX this weekend, they had um, the nice steel book of Shadow of the Tomb Raider there. So I was um, like, nah, okay, YOLO and just uh plunk some money down for that how, how, how um, was rtx thingy this fun weekend? um it was, like, it was fun um i hope you like queuing up uh because there's ever such a lot of queuing at rtx because uh, that's just the nature of the beast unfortunately um if you want to get into the panels you got to queue i was <laughs> this was the thing where i was saying on twitter that i was nearly refused entry to one of the panels um on the basis that i could not produce um identification i wasn't that i'm over 18 which oh, i haven't had to do for some considerable time but luckily the the super because they have at rtx they have what are called guardians so basically just sort of volunteer you know con helper people and uh luckily one of their supervisors was kind of standing nearby and said you can use your judgment and they let me in um because i was about to drop the line that i'm literally old enough to be your mum let me in <laughs> um, i was gonna i was gonna ask you know i did ask you didn't reply to you yeah know, sorry was there an upper limit no um but i was gonna say i did feel elder i did 
I did feel elderly at RTX. That was the only <laughs> thing because I mean, it, it, it was it is sort of aimed at well, not aimed at, but most of Rooster Teeth's audience is is. I mean, I've been watching them for years and years, but um, you know, there's sort of most of the people who would go to RTX, I would say, sort of in their twenties. So I was, you know, the Guardians. I was sort of easily, you know, eighteen years older than some of the people that were doing the the crowd control and stuff like that. So I was about to sort of um, start grumbling at them, but yeah, the supervisor sort of said, "You let her in. She's obviously old." So um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was fun. I mean, like I say, queuing and stuff. I mean, that's just kind of part of the course of conventions. But yeah, I mean, um, there was sort lots to do and see um a lot of free lucas aid which was nice um which because they had um a shadow of the tomb raider kind of double decker liveried bus in there as one of those ones that have got computers and stuff hooked up on the bottom deck so you, I, I love i love that all these years later lara and lucas aid are still teamed up because i yeah, remember because those ads when they came out yeah, because the bottles were specially sort of liveried called Lara's Aid. Oh, so, I uh, suddenly yeah. am far less keen on the idea. <laughs> they, <laughs> they ruined um, it with marketing. They ruined it with marketing, but um, yeah, so mostly powered by, um, you know, Lucas Aid and. Uh, uh, you know, quite caffeine. Um, yeah, it was a fun day. I mean, I had a weekend ticket. I didn't go for the second day because um, I kind of see seen all that I needed to see, sort of, of the show floor. I mean, there was stuff to do, but I mean, it, you could you can do it in a day. Um, and uh, you know, the the panels were were good fun, but I, was like, I don't fancy another day of, of sitting in queues. So um, that's what I decided to do. But uh, yeah, it was good fun, and especially for free. So thanks very much to EX for the free ticket to RTX. Um, so uh, yeah, that was me in between playing Minecraft and uh, being in London. So yeah, other well, reviews for Shadow of the Tomb Raider seem to be pretty good so far. Yes, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully next week I'm going to be talking about something other than Minecraft, honest. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited to play because I played the other two, um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. Uh, to to getting into it although mind you i'm sort of i'm trying to i'm trying to sort of leave it till next week because there's been some reports that some of the achievements of com for completion and stuff are glitched so oh. i don't want to start if there's going to be glitch issues you know and i'm looking at doing another 30 hours of the campaign so i might just uh, keep an eye on the message boards and see if there's anything mm. happening with that so yeah you talking about achievements did remind me about something there i've just checked in um the stanley parable Yes. Game has an achievement, uh, go outside and get some fresh air. Yeah, for five years later. It's yeah. for not playing the game for five years. I purchased Stanley Parable in October of 2013. <gasps> and Ooh, you're nearly there. It doesn't you tell you when you last played it. Oh, no. Wait till, wait till the new year. I, and then you, I think you I'm going to wait till January and see if I can yeah. get that. Yeah, because it's just a, a, something about that there sparked the memory, because I'd yeah. like to have that. Yeah, especially legitimately. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's a lot of people yeah. who've unlocked that by just fucking with their clock on their computer. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It'd be nice uh, to actually get it. Yeah, mm. legit. That'd be fun. And then I might go back because there's a few other. Uh, well, there's one that uh, play the game for the entire duration of a Tuesday. So I might, I might try and get that one as well. <laughs> just leave it running in the background for an entire Tuesday. Uh, uh, my go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, the past couple of weeks, I played a lot of Two Point Hospital. 
Uh, I sort of hit a few walls with it. Uh, I, I really enjoy the game, but there's just a few things that I think they need to uh, patch up. I mean, I put 60 hours into it, but uh, in particular, janitor AI is a fucking pain in the ass. Uh, everything else is wonderful, but your janitors are just the worst. Yeah. I, 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 I find. That might be a whole over from theme hospital. I seem to remember a lot of times as a kid, literally watching a janitor walk by some garbage, like, pick it up, you fuck. Yeah. How many more are you guys do I have to employ? Are you yeah. playing the beta version? No. I recommend playing the beta version. Okay. Do you know? I might give it a go. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. You go into your um, properties, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, or somewhere, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, betas. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, the first problem I encountered with it was something to do with the proximity of hospital beds to each other, and like even though they were there and it would let you put them in, the patients couldn't use them. Yeah. Or whatever. And the first round of betas solved that. Um, right. I don't know what they've actually done recently. If anything. Uh, they were updating it fairly regularly. Um, I'm not sure what they're working on at the minute. There's been a lot of complaining about uh, uh, there's a, one of the big issues with it was uh, the way diagnosis works and the way cues work where your patient goes to visit a GP and that'll give them, you know, a certain amount of diagnosis, but then they'll need to go to a diagnosis room. You know, uh, yeah. uh, there's a bunch of different ones, uh, an x-ray, uh, scanner, fluid analysis. Uh, they can go to a psychiatrist. They can go to uh, a general diagnosis room. And the thing is, even if they then are diagnosed 100%, they still need to go back to the goddamn GP right, and have another session with the GP before they will then go to treatment. And this causes huge problems because you very quickly have big backlogs of uh, uh, patients, some of whom are, they've been going through the system for so long that they're near death, and yet they are technically 100% diagnosed and just need to go to the fucking room right. to be treated. But they're being held up by, you know, similar patients plus the new arrivals, and you end up with this sort of endless train going back and forth, and then suddenly the corpses start piling up, and people start getting on your balls about that. And this leads to, of course, the issue I was talking about, where the janitors won't come in and vacuum up the fucking ghosts, even though that is their only job, because you assigned that to be their <laughs> only job. They're hanging out two buildings over, just shooting the shit. Because they have nothing else to do. But anyway, uh, anyway. they're apparently looking, you know, I think uh, people are saying basically, you know, can you, you know, assign it so that there is a treatment threshold? Because at any point, you know, if someone's like 70% diagnosed, at any point you can manually click on them and say, you go for treatment now. So to be able to just automate that would be a huge, you know, yeah. that would be a big thing for the game. And apparently they're working on it. Well, but... Yeah, oh, go ahead. So I was going to say, it looks like there's an update that's come out in the last, well, today. Oh. Um, mm, and I've special. already lost my page. New uh, news update. Uh, uh. Uh, they've added the ability to copy and paste rooms, which I was, you know, I get people want to do it for like the sake of efficiency, wanting to get things done, but I really enjoy making each room unique. Yeah, But I totally get people, it. yeah. Yeah. For me, that's part of it, but, you know, I get people just want to have a, an efficient room setup. And that's another thing that was really annoying me was, like, I was trying to figure out how to make the best, you know, rooms. 
and stuff like that, tips and tricks. And when you go in, there's people who are like, oh, you just put, you know, squeeze a bunch of seats into a room and then you fill it with like 50 gold certificates on the wall and that'll boost your, your level up to the full level. And that's great. And you just look at it and you think, this is making me scream internally. Yeah. Don't, I don't, don't do that. Yeah, there was, I think, I can't remember which one of the levels it was. I had to get the beautification up to something. So I just bought yeah. a new wing of the hospital and filled it with plants. <laughs> so it This is like our arboreal wing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened here, but there's plants <laughs> everywhere. Um, so that's, that's what I did. And that was just, uh, it was very unsatisfying. And I kind of felt <laughs> really bad that I could do that within the game. Like, can't you make it so I have to do it properly? Because surely I don't yeah. think this should count. Well, the only time I've done it is because you will get staff challenges where, you know, the, a staff member will be like, can we have a level five uh, staff room? Yeah. And you're like, sure, no problem. Pause, bunch of gold certificates up to level five. Yeah, complete the challenge. Okay, sell all the certificates back down. You go to level three. Be happy with what you got, you whingy little fuck. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're lucky you have toilets. I wanted to take them away. Uh, steady, yeah, Jeremy I... Hunt. Steady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said it properly there. Good on you. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I so I, I actually haven't played that in about a week. I, play, I put a little time into uh, Yakuza. I uh, got back into that. I've been mainly playing the... Uh, I've completed the cabaret mini game, so I've been doing. I've started on the the real estate mini game, uh, which is far less fun. Yeah, uh, just it's just not as interesting, frankly. But uh, I'll power through that and then continue on with the story. But that had to wait as well because I cracked. Oh yeah, you got, did, didn't you? Sorry, I did crack. I did crack, and uh, I I got me some Spider Man. Because it turns out it runs absolutely fine on the base PS4. Yeah. And it looks like remarkably good and it's so much fun. Yeah. It's just it's really it's it's fully brought back the nostalgia of playing it. It it feels like how I remember playing the you know, the Spider Man two back on the PlayStation two. Right. Um, it just, it, it, it's a remarkable technical achievement. It fully captures, you know, web swinging is so much fun. Um, the combat, uh, combat's actually, uh, kind of tricky. You know, there's definitely, it's a challenge. Uh, and the story so far is actually quite good. They're sort of, it's weird because they're not doing the, you know, the origin story, uh, because like Marvel seemed to have figured out with Spider-Man Homecoming, we, we know, we know yeah, about we the do. dead uncle. Yeah. We know he has the powers of a spider. But they're still, you know, reworking other characters within the story to make them interesting, folding in, you know, they're folding in characters like Miles Morales um, in new ways. You know, his origin doesn't match, you know, his ultimate origin yeah. as it was in the comics. Uh, no spoilers or anything. Um, I'm, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's, they said that it's about a 20-hour game, you know, the story mode, but I've been zipping around, you know, completing all the side challenges, which there are, like, I've, I would say there are a decent number of, I think it's it, there's enough variety in them that it never gets boring. You can always zip, you can always have something else to do to keep you interested. Um, 
of course, the first, the, the first thing I did as I was playing the game, you come across during the story, the early story, you come across a backpack. And the idea is that they're these backpacks that Peter hid around the city yeah. years ago. And there's 55 of them and you have to uh, go around. And every time you collect one, you get a, a little upgrade token that, you know, you can spend unlocking stuff. Um, but you also get a little 3D model and a piece of backstory. So, of course, I did all of them immediately. Right, yeah. I just, I, I binged the, a collectible rather than, you know, there's, there's this whole story going on. I had to go and, you know, Wilson Fisk's just been taken down, you know, the Kingpin's down. There's all this, no, 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 no. Backpacks. I want me some backpacks. And uh, yeah, I got that. I got that. I think that was one of my first achievements in the game was for collecting all the backpacks. And I do not regret it at all. Uh, so yeah, super enjoyable. There's one thing that's kind of, it was fun at first, but it's kind of starting to bug me. And it's uh, J. Jonah Jameson. What's wrong with him? Well, the way they do it is that um, he's no longer the editor of The Bugle. He's on his own doing his own podcast. All right. He's, he's not, as far as I'm aware, he's not been the editor of The Daily Bugle for some time. I'm, I'm not sure what in, it's in like in comic the comics. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he was God. I think he was president at one point. God, when, it, Seriously, like, oh, hell. was he president? Was he? I think Norman. Or, no, or, was it Norman? In the game, Norman Osborne is the mayor of New York. I'm uh, looking up J. Jonah Jameson on uh, Wikipedia. I know that Norman Osborne's also been president of Shield for a while. That was the Dark Avengers storyline. He ended up married to Aunt May, didn't he? That was Doctor Doctor Octopus. No, that Captain was that was J. Jonah Mary. Jameson. Oh, really? Yeah. God, she gets around. Mayor of New York. In a She's 2000- doing well for a fucking seventy-year-old. <laughs> she is. In a two thousand nine storyline, Jameson is elected mayor of New York City, while hmm. Spider Man is in another dimension with the Fantastic Four. Ah. How much of this is currently canonical? Well, yeah, the comic books, folks. Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm asking. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the problem is he's doing his own, uh, his little podcast, and sort of as you're swinging through the city, every time he sort of puts out a little episode, which is, you know, 30 seconds to a minute long, it just automatically plays. And the problem is that the, the inspiration they have taken for his format and his personality is uh, Alex Jones. Oh, I like that, though. That's an interesting idea. It's fun for a little while. <laughs> it's fun for a little while, but just as we were talking about how, uh, this was before the show, uh, Emma and I were talking about how we both checked out of American Horror Story uh, cult fairly quickly because we didn't want annoying right-wing politics, you know, butting into our entertainment time. Yeah. After a while, he gets a bit annoying. Right, okay. You know, the the sort of, you know, the uh, constant, uh, they really did, you know, I mean, I say inspired by, it really is heavily pulled from Alex Jones, you know, conspiracy theories. Um, he's really selling bad. dietary supplements. He's selling his, he's constantly selling his <laughs> books and talking about how he is, you know, the lone crusader, you know, the lone person speaking for truth, you know, bizarre uh, conspiracy theories, bringing people on. And as soon as they disagree with them, shouting them down and cutting them off. <laughs> I would um, say he's ripping his shirt off, going incredibly red. Yeah, in pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And it does get a bit 
tiresome after a little while. Um, but then every so often there's, you know, there, there is some, uh, you don't want to turn it off. You can turn it off, but you don't want to because every so often there is one that's good. You know, there's ones uh, where I spent some time uh, uh, taking photos. Uh, uh, every time I, I have the opportunity to unlock a new costume, I like to find a way to take a decent photo of it. Um, and I've been swinging around in the spider punk costume. And believe it or not, he actually does have uh, a little independent, you know, thing for people who've used that costume. He will mention that Spider-Man has been spotted in a punk rock costume. And uh, he'll talk about how he might, how much he hates the punk rock movement uh, and things like that. So it's annoying, but, you, you know, you can't really turn it off. But it looks so good, this game. It oh, looks so amazing. Good. It's, yeah, my, I, yeah, I saw a little bit of it when I went to to visit the uh, the fam this weekend, and my brother's already platinumed it. So it looks great, and it it runs great. Like like I say, my PS4, it's a base model launch PS4, and it has more than a few gremlins uh, about it. And yet, it, I mean, the fan occasionally screams a bit, but. I haven't really suffered any major slowdowns or anything like that. And visually, it looks great. I do wish I had. I, I'm really annoyed. The one thing that did uh, annoy me is uh, because I, I really enjoyed taking photos in it using the photo mode, which is pretty good. Not the best, but pretty good. Um, one of the problems is because I'm using a base model, I can only take photo uh, screenshots at 1080. And the PS Pro can take screenshots at up to 4K. And I have actually been editing a few of my screenshots on my desktop. So if oh. I had a PS Pro, I would be able to have more, you know, leeway with uh, editing stuff. Well, I'd, uh, yeah, maybe get a PS4 Pro. Uh, you know that the next console you need to buy needs to run a Switch. Nintendo Switch. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I look. Have it's, Nintendo it's announced the bitch? I, I really want a Nintendo bitch. A Nintendo bitch. That's what you have yeah. to buy. Um, That's it. You know, I you, it ultimately buy whatever console you want, but if you were to buy a PS4 Pro instead of a Switch, I'd be hot. I know, I'd be, I know, I'd be gutted. I know you would, and that you is honestly one now, of the things you? that makes me want to do it. <laughs> you know, it's like when you take candy from a baby. I don't want the candy. I want to hear the screaming. I have another friend that I've constantly since the thing came out, just like being every couple of months, I will text him and just like, have you got a Nintendo Switch? But you should buy that. And it's just, it's escalating now. I'm going to have to stop because I think I'm winding I mean, up. Absolutely. It becomes, out with me. Yeah, if, if, absolutely. If loads of people are on me to do a thing, I, even if it's a thing that I want to do, eventually I will not do it out of fucking spite. Oh, God, yeah. That is a powerful force in my life. Absolutely. Yeah. I fully believe in vaccinations, but I'm sitting here with the mumps. <laughs> Fair enough. It's really painful. So is that everything for this week? I think that's everything for this week. Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. that's all I've been doing. It's, it's really addicting as well because you just want to jump in, jump back to it. But yeah, that's it. Cool. Well, thank you for listening and or watching, everybody. Once again, we do the show live on Twitch on a Thursday night at twitch.tv slash Rich because I hadn't set up a uh, simply syndicated one and it seems frivolous to do so at this point. So that's where that is. Well, I also put the show on YouTube, which is also... Actually, I don't... You know, you don't have YouTube usernames anymore. Did you know that? They took that away. So I don't no. have, like, mm -hmm. a channel name. 
or anything hmm. like that. Uh, I've been noticing again they've been rolling out changes to YouTube. Like, you know, the, none of them good. None of them good again. <laughs> they don't want people like me on there. They want people yeah. like Kevin Hart on there and that sort of thing. And and Jack Whitehall, he makes. I don't like Jack Whitehall. No. Um, so you can get the show there anyway and podcasts and stuff like that like it has been for ages that's you know how those things work so thank you for listening everybody thank you for supporting the network by visiting simply syndicated.com slash everything signing up to everything to get ad free versions of shows and our entire back catalogue of stuff go and retweet us facebook us whatever all that stuff we'll see you next week bye bye <laughs>